Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, everyone, welcome to the Tech Report. This is our third edition, uh, second one in October, following the, the Google Super Show after they just announced the Pixel. And um, I'm very excited once again to have Jared on the line. Jared, what's going on? What's up? Uh, nothing much, man. Just a lot of a lot of giddiness out there because uh, Nintendo, which you predicted right on the money, by the way. I thought it would be around November, but you you okay. you got it right, um, October, and uh, right before the investors meeting, and um, they re- finally released their new system, the Nintendo Switch. And we're going to get into all of that. Plus, we're going to get into your review on the VR um, for the PlayStation now that you had a couple of days to, uh, to, to you know, check out the kinks and everything, what's working out with it, what you like, what you don't like, what they can improve. But, uh, Jared, the big elephant in the room, Nintendo finally releases Nintendo Switch. What are your thoughts? Uh, I'm really loving it so far. They pretty much released, a, like, a, a fantastic commercial, like, Lately, I don't know if you've noticed, but like a lot of the like advertisers for like Nintendo, Apple, and even Google lately have just been like spot on, like really good advertisements. I agree. And, yeah, and it's just uh, I was kind of I was pretty blown away. Like a lot of the things that they showed off on it, I kind of expected, and there are some like small gripes I have with it, but I'm really looking forward to whatever else they show later on. Well, uh, let's let's start off with the gripes. Um, you said you had a couple of gripes with with uh, with the reveal. What are some that you didn't like? Well, for starters, I'm kind of a little bummed out that they didn't talk about any specs on the system itself, be it in the trailer that they they released and in like a couple of little uh, tidbits they announced later on. Uh, that was my main gripe about it. Other than that, like the only other thing I was kind of a little bummed out about was uh, it looks like we're losing physical backwards compatibility from Nintendo products. That is so. that that those are two valid issues. And uh, now tell me what you do like. What do you like about you know how the system is and everything that they displayed? From from the looks of it, I feel like they took almost every single thing that people were upset about with the Wii U and just pretty much said, okay, we're going to correct this and here you go. And they just came out with something that just looks amazing. Yeah, I, I, I agree a hundred percent. I love the way 
they showed all the different types of interactions that you can do with the system. It looks like they learned from the Wii U and uh, they uh, they showed all the different combinations, how you, you know, I'm surprised they even showed esports in there. You know, it was they really went from one spectrum, which was playing in the living room at home to actually taking it to from home to competition, which was a, a crazy cycle for a commercial. And plus it being three and a half minutes, I, I was totally shocked that it was that long. Um, mm. A reveal of a Mario, a new Mario game, which is on the way. Uh, a reveal of some different type of Splatoon. We don't know if that's going to be a new one, whether it's going to be an update. Um, you know, showing a little more footage of Breath of the Wild. Um, showing Skyrim, which was amazing to see. Just to show that they have that third party uh, you know publishers on board even though you know they're not you know they're, they're saying that you know they don't want to really they're not they're, they're, the the company what's the company that makes skyrim um jared do you know or i can't remember offhand okay uh... it's all right it's it's fine but uh yeah they're saying that oh um you know it's not planned. Oh, yeah, oh there it is. There it is. There it is. Yes, they they're not they're not letting the cat out the bag just yet. But uh I mean, I don't think Nintendo would would put that in the commercial if, you know, that wasn't on the horizon. Yeah. Um, what I liked about it, I would say um you can finally take home consoles to go cuz as, you know, you know, as you get older, trying to squeeze in time to uh get as much gaming in as you can is it's, you know it's a tough chore but being mm-hmm. able to take this home console out and um playing those games on the go or playing in the bed you know because i had a wii u but the signal was too wasn't strong enough to reach the bedroom you know what i mean so just being yeah. a, being able to be able to do those things is a major plus in my book uh do, would you agree with that or although yeah, yeah i agree foremost uh basically i i have a wii u at home and i have a 3ds and i do like switch off between the two based on whatever i'm doing right but i've always like really looked for something that i could play full on at home and then just keep playing it usually like if you have like a really great game coming out like zelda i always get really into and like i never want to stop playing it right and like gives me that ability where I could be, like, doing whatever, like, gaming session for however long I want to do at home, and then instead of feeling bummed out that I can't keep playing, if I have to go, like, take a trip, like, on a train or whatever, right. I can just take it with me and just keep going along with it for the most part. It is an amazing concept. It is something that was missing with the Wii U, but I guess the technology was not there yet. A lot of people were saying, well, why can't I take this gamepad out the house? I just think the technology wasn't there to, uh, you know, to have mobile graphics that, you know, to be able to take these graphics on a console and be able to take them outside the house to give yourself a great experience. It just wasn't there because what the Wii U was released like four to five years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that technology probably wasn't there to work perfectly the way Nintendo wanted it to work. Now it's there. There are murmurs of it being an NVIDIA X2 processor. Yeah. Um, the Eurogamer report was spot on, which was re- which they I believe they they had put out a couple months ago. 
on the mm-hmm. system. A lot of people didn't really believe the report. Some people did, but it was spot on, uh, saying that it would also have an NVIDIA processor in there. What do you what do you think about the choice? Do you think uh, smart choice by Nintendo, or uh, you on the fence and have to see how that processor works? So, I. From what I remember, I'm pretty sure Nintendo has been like since the GameCube and AMD uh, chip hold like uh, purchaser. So the fact that they're switching to Nvidia, like personally, I always uh, lean a little bit towards Nvidia for their car- uh, graphic cards. Right. And from the begin from the get go, I was I've been really hoping that they put a Nvidia chip in this uh, in this console. And based on the rumors, like you said, that it's rumored to have like the X2, and if it has the X2. They pretty much put Nintendo right into a whole ballpark, like pretty much right back up there with uh, Xbox and um, and the PlayStation when it comes to sheer power. Because I don't remember exactly, but I, if I remember correctly, the X2 is actually fairly close to uh, a PlayStation 4's like graphics uh, output. That is correct. Yep. That and is, mm-hmm. I'm really hoping it, it does have that X2 in there. Because that would just be phenomenal. Like, I could definitely see some drawbacks of it because I know there's a lot of talks about it having a horrible battery life. Yes. Something like, something like that. And, like, it's got, it already has a vent in the handheld and, like, the console itself. Right. So it is tough to kind of get an idea for it, but I'm really hoping it's got that uh, X2 in there. Yeah. I, I, I heard the murmurs of the three hour battery life, which, you know, mm-hmm. Everything got to be taken with a grain of salt because unless it comes from Nintendo's mouth, you know, we don't uh, we don't really know for sure. But um, yeah, I wouldn't be too surprised if it's that low of a battery life because I recall when like the original 3DS came out, it had a horrible battery life. I remember I had it. (laughs) (laughs) And like even then, I'm pretty sure like some uh, like third party uh, like accessory place, I think it was like Nyko, like released a battery pack like really soon after, which a lot of people were happy about. Right. And then Nintendo eventually corrected it with uh, the newer versions of the 3DS. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I, I think it, there's no way they're going to squeeze out. We'll be lucky if we get five hours, if we're lucky. But three hours seems right in the ballpark of... Uh, I just hope it has great standby. Because, yeah, you can get three hours, but if the standby is not great then you might get even less. You know, you I, I don't mind if it's three hours if we're going to get the three hours. But if we're going to get like two and a half because of standby, it's going to be it's going to be a tough sell, you know? Yeah. So hopefully they got that, you know, they get that rectified and everything. Uh, what did you think about the controllers? I mean, it uh, docking into the into the station. Right. And then uh, the com- controllers slipping out, being able to use on each hand. Or being mm-hmm. able to uh, put together with the with the connector to be able to use as one. Uh, do you think it's it would be comfortable? Do you see any drawbacks there, or do you think it's something that hey, I just got to try it? Well, for one, like I always found like Nintendo controllers to be like some of the most comfortable controllers of all the systems. Top like, of the line. GameCube era, I always loved the GameCube and like the WaveBird controllers. Right. And, I always find it funny, like, Nintendo has consistently been able to have, like, the most variations of controllers to work with their systems. Right. And I think 
one of the things that really stuck out to me is these controllers that slide out, granted, uh, they haven't announced anything with motion controls with this uh, switch or a touchscreen, but they do look like pretty much reduced size uh, Wii remotes strapped onto like a, a nice uh, screen. And I know I've seen a lot of people talking about like, well, what's to stop them, like other people or Nintendo themselves making like those uh, those joy controllers, I think they're being called, in different styles. So like you'll have a joy controller shaped out so it's similar to like a GameCube controller and just slots right in. So if, just say if they do release like a version of Smash Brothers, you instead of playing on the Switch's main controller layout, you could just switch it, slide in a GameCube variation of the Joy controllers. And I feel like that's just really cool, like a really cool idea. They're very simple. And I think like the only problem I ever see with them so far is just like, they're pretty small and I feel like they might be prone to getting lost by people. Right, right. I I, I agree with that also. Uh, they're very small. Uh, and Nintendo's marketing this also as playing outside, as you saw uh the the people playing outside uh the yeah. nba 2k and all that stuff so yeah uh, i mean i can see that happening but i mean they're taking it on another level which is uh you gotta you gotta commend them for that um sure i mean i'm sure apple also with their with their earbuds that are coming out at the end of this month people are like people are gonna lose them they're too small well I mean, that doesn't stop you from from making the jump and trying something new. You know, it's it, it got to fall on the, on the consumer also. You know, like, hey, you just got to know how to take care of your stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah, plus uh, I feel like uh, Nintendo will probably end up selling them separately, like as an extra, like, just in case, like, hey, I want to play this game, but I only got two controllers instead of having my friend need a Nintendo Switch to get another set of controllers. You could probably buy them in sets oh and definitely I feel like fairly cheap like maybe around like 20 to 30 dollars right right yep i agree and and they can do that i, I would even go so good hopefully if, it, if they can do 20 dollars you know they can do yeah. 20 that'll that'll be great you know anything in, within that ballpark but um i i definitely think they knocked it out the park here uh supposedly there's not going to be much news till next year or uh, we might yeah. get something from the yeah. investors meeting i believe Maybe, possibly, um, but um, this 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 was a a great start. I would say a great mm-hmm. start to uh, what they're bringing out of next year come March. Anybody who wants to pre-order it, uh, you go to Now in Stock. Um, you you heard of that site, right, Jared? Now in Stock. Yeah. Uh, they got the uh, the placeholders there. Best Buy has a placeholder, but it's just for for. Sign up for news. GameStop has a placeholder. Sign up for news. Yeah, and and what'd you say, Jared? Amazon also has it. Yes, but it's currently unavailable, right? So uh, those are the placeholders that are out right now. So everyone uh, bookmark them pages and uh, F5 intensifies, as they say, (laughs) you know, for that one. But uh, it was was a great unveiling, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing... What else they have going for them? On to other things, though. Uh, well, before we move on, I yeah. actually have one more like comment on it. Sure, mine. Sure. So, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm the only one who's been like thinking about this, but Nintendo, like one of the reasons, like 
they've been really secret about this is they said like at E3 they didn't want to show it off because they're like they don't want their idea to be copied and I've seen like this entire like idea like before with like Nvidia had like their uh, shield controller and tablet another company had something very similar to this shown and I feel like there's still something up Nintendo's sleeve with this system I don't know if you got maybe a little like idea about that like I don't know feeling that like there's something more to this that they haven't really shown off yeah I mean definitely it's a possibility of of course the main thing is we don't know if it's multi-touch we don't know what the we know that the, it'll be cartridge based. Um, mm. We don't know what the online infrastructure is going to be, which is going to be a major, major selling point. Yeah. I mean, whether if you have a Wii U and you purchased all these digital games, can you move them over and play yeah. them in a in a thing? Which would absolutely suck for me because I have I buy all my stuff. Um, you know, I buy the actual games. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, so do I. I. I need to have physical media. You know, I I, I just cannot... <laughs> call me old school, but I just... I can't branch out without, you know, something could go wrong online or whatever the case may be, and I won't be able yeah, to... Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. want, I want to make sure I have physical media. So that's the major point of, of, of this system that, you know, the big question mark. And I just hope they get that part right. I agree. They're probably gonna have something up their sleeve because it's Nintendo. Um, but um, what it can be, who knows? But please address the, uh, you know, if you're gonna let Wii U owners play their digital purchases, if that's the case, have a way that people who own Wii U purchases can insert the game, you know, whatever, or maybe just. Enter, enter a serial number. Do something that we can download I, these games through the internet that we can play them on that system. You know, you get. I personally think that they're going to do that because uh, early on, before they even talked about a lot of, like the NX or Switch in this case, they were really trying to bring everything together with their uh, My Nintendo stuff. So I feel like you might eventually have a way to register all your your like systems and games again, just like you did with Club Nintendo. And I feel like that's going to really work into the mix with the, the Nintendo Switch. And I, I heard also heard murmurs where the mobile games like Super Mario Run or Pokemon mm-hmm. Go or something like that, there will be some extra features that you'll be able to play on the Switch. You know, like mm-hmm. it'll open up more of the game on the Switch than the mobile version you're playing on your iPhone or your Android device. Uh, if that's the case, and that would be pretty cool too. So they can, you know, that'll, you know, if someone's hooked on a device on the phone and say, Hey, if you come over here you can actually do this and that, if you get this system, then you have a chance of, you know, creating that, what, what, what do they call it? That, uh, that ecosystem, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the beautiful ecosystem that everyone loves to use, you know, whether you're in a Google ecosystem, an Apple ecosystem, they can create an ecosystem. They would have a great shot at success. Yeah, there is like one like detail about this system that I'm really hoping for. It's a real like gr- like I guess a needle in a haystack. If they do it, I honestly feel like they could really turn the game on like a whole console war setup. Because as of right now, Nintendo 
is kind of like their own separate entity versus like Xbox and, and my, um, Xbox and Sony right now. Right. Their divisions. But the fact that they, like a lot of people said, like this isn't everything they have to show and how so many people are confident in it. There's like one small detail. I don't know if it's just me really hoping on it. Okay. Uh, that really involves the specs that they currently have for this uh, Swift thing and a patent they actually filed. I think it was earlier this year or last year that I'm, if they put it, this patent to use in their, into their system, they've completely changed the game of gaming, I feel. what What's the patent? So... Uh, I don't know if you really looked into this, but, and I'm not, uh, I don't quote me on this exactly because I can't remember the exact pen, but basically what it was, was whenever you were, just say you were playing your game for a little while, whatever, and you just say you call it for a day, like call it a day, you put your system in like, I guess the sleep mode or standby, whatever uh, they're, uh, they name it. Right. And like put it in the dock for now. Right. So they have, Nintendo hasn't really given an official thing on, Exactly, if the dock just powers it, or and just converts it so you go use it with the TV, or adds some extra like oomph to the system itself. But what this patent was talking about is, whenever your uh, system is in sleep mode, it would still be connected to the internet, and other people who are playing on their systems would be able to use the processing power of your system with their games. Basically, uh, set up similar to how animators use a render server or a render farm. Basically, sending data somewhere else for computing on a like a large scale amount of computers or servers okay. to speed up and improve on gameplay. And what this could have like potentially do is make systems a lot uh, cheaper because they're not they don't have to use insanely high specs. It's just sending all the specs or uh, all the computations to other systems to computing for you mm. and vice versa so when you're playing your game you're using people's uh, systems that are on standby to help compute stuff for your game and basically create your own render farm or render server and potentially if they do or able to do something like this and they implement it i really feel like the amount of power in gaming for nintendo just goes from wherever they are currently which looks like they're pretty close to catching up to a PS4 uh, currently and then just blowing it away with an insane amount of power. That's impressive. Is is it is that kind of like, um, you know, like when Xbox was trying to do something as far as when I believe one of their first games, which still hasn't come out, which was supposed to be Crackdown, where they were going to use... Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Microsoft servers or something like that to like make the game graphics better like it was going to yeah. something similar to that right yeah uh, I forget which company owns it but uh, do you remember uh, Origin where they stream games to your computers right you able to play like really high def games on computers that might not have the processing power to actually run them normally right yep it's along the same idea as that except you're using it over a widespread amount of systems potentially 
and instead of bringing it to one server or multiple servers, you've got hundreds of thousands of people with these Nintendo shifts that in different time zones, obviously people will be asleep or whatever, and just using standby systems to create, like, I, I've been joking on about this pan for a while, just calling it basically a Nintendo version of Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a graphical version of Skynet, right? Exactly. And the fact that Nintendo's been extremely quiet with their specs when a lot of people have been really asking about like four great specs in a Nintendo console and really looking into it. Like, I don't know, it's just me grasping at straws, but I'm really hoping that they put that patent into use. It's an interesting and, concept. I mean, if they're able to do that, that would be excellent. I mean, that would be great because it lines up because people are wondering when they dock the system, if it'll give you that 1080p feel or if it'll improve the graphics at all but then we heard that all the spe- all, all you know the processors and where the where the screen is there's nothing supposedly in the dock but if yeah. this patent you might have just cracked the da vinci code if this pa- <laughs> patent right here is to take effect that could be what we're talking about here you dock the system and like you said it will get better graphics and you know you know better polishing on the game and everything to that point with the other systems. And that's why it would make it much better to play as a home console at home. I think that might be, yeah, I think you're onto something. Yeah. Like, because like, I, currently I'm pretty sure the X2 can output 4k and I feel like on the tablets would probably do some like 720p or eight, uh, 1080p, mm-hmm. like, which is perfectly fine for like a handheld tablet. You're not going to really need 4k screens on exactly. a tablet. Cause exactly. You're not going to really be able to distinguish it, but like if it takes, like when you put in that dock, it maybe overclocks the processors like it's max power mm-hmm. to be able to output that 4K to a TV. Plus, you gain that extra power from like other systems. You potentially made an unbeatable console in like in some uh, terms because you just have an unlimited amount of, of like processing power theoretically to work with, right? And, yeah, exactly. And something is like, oh, well, I can just take this with me. Sure, it's going to bog down a bunch, but like, it's play- I'm playing it on a handheld console. Like, I get- it's like just saying, like, hey, I'm playing like the like the oldest, well, the newer style like Pokemon games with a 3D, and then I just plug it in, and I've got like insane like Pokemon Stadium style like uh, Pokemon MMO on my console. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's that would be phenomenal if that happens. We're gonna. Uh... We'll keep an eye on that here on the on the tech report here. We will keep an eye on that. That will mark this day on the calendar because if that comes yeah. into fruition, oh man, that that this Nintendo will have a gold mine on their hands. Uh, let's just do a quick prediction, Jerry. How much do you think this console will cost? Well, I think they have to compete somehow with the PS4 and the Xbox One S. So I don't think they're going to go any higher than four hundred. Okay. I'm really hoping for like a $250 price point, but I personally would be willing to pay like somewhere between like $250 to $400 on this console. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of thinking that like I, I'm, I'm going to go with the rumors and see like they probably will have two packages, you know, one package for, you know how when the, when the Wii U came out, they had the deluxe package. 
Then they had, mm. uh, you know, the standard one just to get you in there, you know? I think they're going to have two packages, and probably one package will probably include a game, whether it's Mario. If they include Mario, then that's a system seller, you know? Or they can include yeah. Zelda Breath of the Wild. That's a system seller also, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I do feel like they're going to do a bunch of Yeah. Like, you'll probably get, like, a standard one with the console. Like, you'll get the joypads. Right. With the Maybe that, uh, that little, uh, I guess, I don't really know how to say, like, that accessory that the joypads go in to make it its own, like, separate controller. Then you might have like a pro pack, which will probably include like Mario or Zelda and like the pro controller. Okay. And then maybe I feel like they're going to do a separate one specifically for uh, Breath of the Wild, like a Zelda themed uh, Nintendo Switch where you might get like a gold with some Zelda accents like they did with Wind Waker. Right. And if they do that, I'm completely game because if it's a Zelda one, I'm definitely going to jump on board for that. Without a doubt, without a doubt, I would get I would get that one too, and yeah, uh, I, I still love my uh, Majora's Mask like 3ds. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got that one, huh? Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, that's 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 yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna say about two fifty to four. There'll probably be two separate types types of systems. The highest one will probably be within that four range, but you will get a game, and you will get like you said, uh could be some extra goodies in there and then probably the yeah. the other one will be the the 299 one just an entry point just to get people into the system and they can buy whatever they want you know whatever game they want after the fact yeah the only other way i'd see other extra systems is if they do different storage sizes which for my opinion i think they learned their lesson with the wii u might as well just go with the bigger one and call it a day yep hopefully they'll add a some form of external storage like micro SD card slot because I think micro SD cards can get up to like a terabyte in storage right now, which would make everyone happy instead of like just having a 32 gig or a 64 gigs like console experience for right. storage. So I think that might be the best way of going and not having multiple systems based yeah. on storage sizes. That would be great too. That would be great too. And there you have it. There you have a Nintendo Switch through the eyes of of both of us right here. We're fans. We love Nintendo, and uh, we 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 can't wait to see what they got. And you probably gonna go to Nintendo World and pick this bad boy up, probably right. I'm gonna be there with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely considering. I'm I was debating on doing it for Zelda. I'm probably going to do it for Zelda. But if they do the Switch there, I'm probably gonna do that as well. Usually, uh, whenever a Nintendo console comes out, I make sure I get a pre-order through GameStop or someplace just to guarantee I get one and then try my luck at the Nintendo store see what they got going on because they usually have pretty cool uh, release parties. Without a doubt. And you get goodies, you know? So yeah. so you can't beat that. And I'm sure they'll have plenty of them when that system comes out. So uh, now let's move on. Let's let's get to the, play, the PlayStation VR. Uh have you been playing it? Did you get it? And what are your impressions on it? All right. So I did get it on release. I haven't had, I didn't have a, few, uh, a lot of time at first to play it, but now that work has died down for me, I, I have been able to play it a bit. Uh, from what I've heard, it's sold out at a bunch of places. Uh, when I picked it up, I got the, the, the special edition bundle one where it was like $500 from GameStop. So it came with those move controllers and the camera and the PlayStation, uh, the VR World game, because I needed all those things anyway. Right. And as of right now, I've been very impressed with it. 
ha- has it been has it has the VR been very clear in your eyes? That's that's the main thing that I'm I I want to know because when I've seen a, a a Samsung when I put on a Samsung Gear VR with the phone, I just felt that it was lacking as far as clarity, as far as like I didn't want to keep it on because I just didn't feel that I was immersed in that world. Uh, how how does that world look uh, when you put the VR on? So far, from what I've tried, it's been really, really good. There has been a bunch of times where I had to like maybe uh, recenter it using the PlayStation uh, controller. It's very easy to recenter. You're just looking straight and holding down the option button, and it just recenters it for you. Uh, looked great. Um, there hasn't been that much light leakage from anywhere, aside from like a little bit on the bottom. It fits comfortably. I'm, I've been able to wear for like a pretty good couple hour sessions, and I've just all around loved it. Are you? Did you play Batman at all? VR? I have played Batman. Yeah. And how how is that? Is it really like a a you know a straight out Batman game, or is it is it something that it's a very short adventure or like I'm not sure exactly how that game plays and you know and the whole Batman yeah. lore. As much as I was hoping for, like, getting, like, a full Batman experience, like, beating up uh, some bad guys or anything like that, it's been more of, like, it was more of a detective experience. Mm. So the story itself was pretty short, but I feel like it shed a little bit of light into a side of, like, Batman and, like, uh, Batman games didn't really touch upon too much, and that's more of, like, the detective side, like, how Batman figures out oh, who and so-and-so is, like, the villain and what, what their plans are, the motive, and all that is, which usually it just gets you right into just fighting people instead and more of a beat-em-up. But this one was more, like, solving a mystery overall. And it was really fun. It was just very short. Is it made by Rocksteady? I believe so. Okay, all right, all right. Red Dead Redemption coming, too. <laughs> so yeah. they, I'm sure they, they, they're very busy. Uh so is is it safe to say that Batman was the best game you played on the VR so far, or is there anything else that... Uh, I don't know. All the games I've played have been, like, pretty different experiences. So the one gripe I've had so far with this VR in general is just, like, the games for it are fairly short. So granted, they are the games are cheaper. They range from, like, I think, like, 20 to $40 for each game. But... Uh, I teach since I teach like game design stuff like that. I brought it to my students and we did we just like ran through the demo disc that came with the system and we got like a lot of like really cool experiences from it. Surprisingly, like one of my favorite ones, which a lot of people haven't really enjoyed, was the the game by Harmonix, which was uh, more of a music based game where you upload like your songs and you could do one like one of four experiences that involved the music that's being played. And it's just been really crazy and trippy. And I really enjoyed that. I have been playing a little bit of Russian Blood here and there. I went through like the story once. And B, it's very short. Uh, but honestly, as of right now, I see a lot of potential in horror games for this for this VR uh, setup. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think that horror games could be a goldmine in this as far as uh, scaring the living crap out of you. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, having a VR experience in front of your eyes. But a uh, quick question. Do you think the games are short because of the amount the amount of time that they want you to be wearing these uh, these uh, glasses on your eyes? Do you think that may be 
a point why they are making uh, software so short? I feel like it's partially that, and just because this this is a new headset out, like there's a new experience, they don't want to like put too much effort into like insanely large games, just because they kind of just want to use it as like a test of waters for now to see what the experience, like what everyone experiences, if they like really like it, if it really catches on, and if it's worth it to put the time and money into creating longer games. I heard Sony's been ramp- ramping up uh, production on these because they've been really selling well. Uh, the, yeah. la- the last report that I've read, which is a good thing for the industry. Um, I felt, you know, the Oculus and uh, the the HTC one, the, the Vive, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I just think those, you you know, it's just too much money to be able to get into the into that field. And now uh, uh, Oculus, uh, Zuckerberg was saying that he wants to put in, you know, a better entry point one that is more affordable uh, for, you know, the average Joe. So, I mean, yeah. uh, that that is very important if VR wants to survive because right now, that's why it was very imp- important for, for Sony to throw their, you know, their hat in this game. And uh, being that they have a 40 million plus in-store base for the PS4, maybe even more right now, who knows, mm-hmm. um, you know, to be to throw their hat in this game and uh, test the waters is, you know, very commendable on their part. So we'll see exactly where this goes. But so far, so good. Yeah. Um, like I, Me personally, like I'm not huge on horror games, but I've really seen the potential in this. And like the games I've played, I've played through Rush of Blood. I did the, the Resident Evil demo, and that was a pretty cool experience. Because uh, a lot of the games so far, like horror based, were more of like jump scare style. Right, right. But the real thing that I've loved about it wasn't even jump scares so, to like try to scare me. Was you're playing the uh, with a VR headset, you're in that world, you're wearing these headphones, getting 3D uh, sound going to you, and it gives you that uh, ambience of like fear that you would kind of experience it's like in a scary movie aside from a jump scare. Right. Where you have like that uneasiness, that anxiousness, and like you'll hear something like coming from behind you and like you know you're in a game, but like you still have like that fear and that anticipation of like turning around and either seeing something or not seeing something then that fear of like turning back in front of you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds crazy. Yeah, and that's what I feel has been like something really big with like this VR headset, like the set that was just like, wow, it's crazy. And like even uh, playing the Resident Evil demo, it was just as simple as sitting in a chair and you just see things going on around you, not being able to actually move aside from your head. And like you just see like hands come from behind and like start ripping your face open, doing crazy things. Oh man, that that sounds yeah, insane. Like, I just, like I wasn't even scared. I just, like took the helmet off. I was like, well, <laughs> that just happened. <laughs> that sounds insane. But uh, yeah. I was going to tell you also, um, have you tried any of the apps? Like, have you sat down and watched a Netflix uh, an episode or anything like that? I haven't tried any of that. I assume it works just like uh, how gaming uh, with uh, uh, games that aren't compatible with VR work. Okay. Where basically uh, it just looks like you have a huge like TV screen in front of you. It's basically like if you were sitting in like a movie theater and playing a, a game. Got you. Got you. It's fairly simple, similar to that. Is 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 uh is the wire long as far as connecting it? Is it in your way? Is is there even a wire? Like how how's the connections working? So 
uh, you basically have it set up in a couple of different ways. You have the setup box for the VR, which pretty much looks like a tiny PS4. And that has like a decent amount of like range. And then you have the wire going from that setup box to your PlayStation VR, which isn't that long. It's about maybe, I don't know, three or four feet. Okay. Which doesn't really help too much unless you're sitting like right in front of like your TV or the camera or anything like that. Right. But they do include an extension that pretty much gives you about, I don't know, a total of, uh, let's just say like 10 feet. Okay. And I use that. And it's been working really well. Uh, a lot of times if I'm sitting, it, the wire doesn't bother me at all. Uh, I can get to the control on the actual wire itself or like changing the volume or anything with that. It's super easy. I'm standing up. The wire is like fairly, look, it feels fairly durable and it's heavy enough that I could tell where it is and not really trip myself up. It's just uh, the whole fact of like, if you turn around in a circle, you're going to have to turn around the other one. Oh, right? Just to make sure you don't get anything tangled. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, but so far, you no accidents. That you, everything's been nope. working well. Yep, everything's been working really well. Uh, Any bugs? And... Any bugs that you? Except for the, I wouldn't call it a bug. Like if you have to recenter it, that's just common. You know, that's normal. But any any bugs that in there's your time of gameplay? Yeah, there's one small one that I've seen that I think they're probably going to end up fixing in an up like a fair, an update fairly soon and. When you have the VR headset set up to your PlayStation, you have to go through this box. And when it's going through this box, you're getting like the full experience with the VR headset. But on your TV screen, it's playing a very low quality like uh, resolution of the, what you see in the game. Mm. So like anyone who's looking, watching on, they see like the same thing you see, except the resolution's a little lower. And the only problem I ever see with that is if I don't want to play with the VR headset, if I'm too lazy to get up, I essentially have to be playing on this lower quality screen, like uh, this lower quality uh, resolution. And that kind of thing, so I, even when the VR is turned off. So I'm hoping they'll send it, like they'll put a, uh, an update out for that. So when your VR headset is off, it'll go right back to displaying the 1080p uh, resolution. And that's pretty much like the only bug I've really run into. Nothing where things have been crashing or things have been going a little haywire. That's not bad, actually, to just have that type of bug. But, uh, I mean, that's pretty phenomenal. So uh, it, it was ready for prime time as soon as you opened the box. Yeah, pretty much. It took a few minutes to set up. Like, there's the like manual they have with it. Kind of looks like one of those old-style like Lego books, like the instruction booklets, where it's like each page is different like setup but it worked really well it was pretty easy there is a lot of wires in the end but it does work really well nice nice well listen jared if you had to give uh the the vr one through ten you know if you had to give your 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 final rating right now what would you give it i'd probably give it about an eight and a half just based on like that small like bug going on the like the problem with like games being fairly small, and but that's about it, honestly. I've and probably the, like the actual price for this thing because obviously, five hundred dollars into another uh, bucket that you put in like another four hundred for the system itself is a pretty steep price overall. But I've really enjoyed it, and I'm really looking forward to new games that they come out with. Nice. So there you have it, PlayStation community. He gave it an eight and a half, which is a phenomenal score. 
especially for a first-gen product like that. Um, Sony did their homework. They came out the gates, and, and uh, that's a phenomenal score. So congratulations on Sony for that one. Congratulations on Nintendo for such a great reveal. Looking forward more to the Nintendo Switch. And Jared, any last things you want to say before we, we cut out of here until the next tech report? Uh, no, as of right now, I'm just eyeballing my uh, Google Pixel. I'm waiting to open that up today. Oh, it just came in? Yeah, mine came in a little while ago before we started. Nice. So. Nice. You probably were like, damn, man, I, I got to do this show, man. I want to open up this phone. Yeah, I got to move everything over. <laughs> Well, listen, Jared, enjoy the Pixel phone, man. And uh, next time, maybe you can give us a review on that. Uh, and 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 we'll, we'll we'll catch your your initial thoughts on that one. Be happy to. All right, man. We'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you. All right. That's the tech report. See you guys next time. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.